So good morning, everyone. We're going to begin our time together this morning with our cell phone renunciation ceremony. And over the years, we've found the value of doing this formally in community as ritual, where we really express this sense of renunciation of simplicity that we're encouraging here as a theme throughout our retreat and the value of um, ritually doing this as a community uh, expression of these values of simplicity, of letting go, of non-attachment. There's a real power to ceremony in that way that we see each other and support each other in that movement. It used to be we didn't have to worry about cell phones. There was no cell phone reception. I know this happened at Spirit Rock. It kind of just gradually crept up the hill that somehow they got stronger antennas or whatever it is until it's just available almost everywhere. We're very rarely out of reception, out of range, right? And so many of us are used to this constant tethering to this device and immediate access to information, to other people, often from our workplaces, immediate and insistent access to us and this sense of having to always be available, always responding. And this can bring a great deal of stress, sometimes felt, but often under, under, underneath. Um, and I think it's taking a real toll on our beings, on our health, on our ability to communicate, to be deeply present. And so here there's this opportunity to turn off from that. And please don't underestimate the power of this clarity of renunciation in turning off. These devices are designed to be addictive on all kinds of levels. And we often don't realize that until we step away. And so just an encouragement for the value of this renunciation. And even as I'm speaking, if you were wavering about turning in your device or you forgot to bring it this morning, you're welcome to go and get it from your room. There's time to do that. The ceremony takes quite a few minutes, so you can still do it. Or you can just um, come up and, and make your bow of intention to renunciate, renounce, <laughs> and um, go and bring your device to the office afterwards. So either way, uh, just a real acknowledgement from our own practice and just working with so many students, how powerful it is just to step out, out of that relationship that so many of us are tethered to. And so hopefully you saw, you knew the details, there are these packets, uh, you write your name clearly, put your device in it, um, and then we'll, in a moment, invite you to uh, form, go either up the outside aisles and then down the center aisle, offer your device to our rather large basket, we're expecting a lot of devices to come in. And we'll all bow and Bhante will ring the bell for each person just to acknowledge that expression of renunciation and letting go. So please, I invite you now. Yes, if you've already turned it in, I saw there was one already in there you could, and you want to, the, to, to, to uh, demonstrate your renunciation, you're also welcome to just come up and bow. So if you've already turned it in, you're intending to turn it in, um, you can join the ceremony. So please... 
just stand up uh, out up to the back of the hall and down this center aisle. If you're on the center aisle, just come forward. And we keep moving. There's a lot of people. So um, even though it's a ceremony, you can do it. Uh, let's let's uh, have the flow begin. Thank you very much.
So thank you, everyone. And again, we often say the devices get to also have a retreat, which maybe they appreciate in their in their way. Um, and obviously, they're be held very secu- securely in the office. If there is an emergency and you need them, you can retrieve them. If you decide in a number of days or whatever that you're ready to uh, let your device go, you're welcome to just turn it into the office. And again, just an appreciation for the gesture um, that was made, knowing some people do need, for whatever reason, that's not appropriate for them to turn them in. There's also renunciation uh, in that. Um, But we've seen the value of the support that this can give. And I I feel a bit like Jaws. We're going to need to get a bigger basket. (laughs) We're presuming you turned your devices off completely. But what... They ring in the safe. (laughs) Oh, they ring in the safe. But their batteries will die after a day or so. You'll get them back in, in time for the end of your retreat so you can charge them up. And... We'll have a whole conversation about that at the end. Anyway, thank you for your practice and your offering of renunciation. I turn to Bhante. Settle back in the present moment. This morning, we are going to expand on our invitations or instructions. The first instructions about mindfulness of sound, external sounds or internal sounds. And when I ring a bell, I think you've already heard it. See if you can be aware of the beginning of sound all the way until the end. Sound reminds us of the natural quality of mindfulness. The object of sound appears and you are present. You don't have to fix the sound. You don't have to make it longer or shorter. But you can be aware. So it allows us to expand our awareness. And also smooth transition from external world to the internal world. And always you can come back to the sound when your mindfulness feels so constricted. You can open to sound. Then also I invite you to settle back in the present moment and use the body as a grounding object. The body is all the time available. This is what we call mindfulness of the body. See if you can relax the body, starting from the jaws, around the areas around the eyes, the shoulders, elbows. The pelvic. knees, ankles, wherever you feel any tension, see if you can relax it. 
So be aware of the sitting posture. Be aware of the touch points, wherever there's a touch. What are the sensations in this touch point? Is there hardness? Is there softness? Again, you're not fabricating anything. You just pay wise attention or mindfulness attention to what's arising in the present moment. Just like awareness of sound, you don't have to fix the body. You can be aware though. The instructions are very simple. Sit and know that you are sitting. So the body is sitting and the mind knows that the body is sitting. The instructions are simple. Then when we are settled in the body, we want to find out what the body is doing. Chances are the body is breathing. So then I invite you to be aware of the body breathing. Again, the instructions are very simple. Breathe in and out and know that you are breathing in and out. If you can be aware of the breath, wherever you feel it more distinctly, it can be at the nostrils, it can be the rise and fall of abdomen. Again, you don't have to make the breath longer or shorter that you can be aware. Sometimes it can be long breath, sometimes short. So you don't have to make it short or longer. Simply be aware of the breath, the way it presents itself to you. See if you can sustain your attention, your mindfulness attention, from the beginning of in-breath to the end of it. From the beginning of out-breath to the end of it. So there's continuity of mindfulness. Sometimes there's a gap between in-breath and out-breath. 
See if you can be aware of that too. Other things can arise, maybe thoughts, sensations, feelings. So you can expand your awareness to be mindful of them. And then come back to the breath. If you forget all the instructions, you can still come back to the body and feel grounded. And then from there you can walk your way to notice what's happening. Remember to keep it simple. As you breathe in and out, sometime the breath is warm, cool, especially when you observe the breath at the nostrils. Sometimes you can feel the movement of the breath, sometimes the touch sensations, warmth, coolness. And if there's no sensations, Simply rest your awareness in the body breathing and the mind knows the body is breathing. It's that simple and real. Can you notice the changes? The touch sensation changing all the time. And you have no control over that. It's just the changing nature of all phenomena.
Thank you very much for your practice. So I want to spend some five minutes uh, reminding you uh, to always keep the the instruction simple. Most people complicate them. The, in Zen, there's a, what we call beginner's mind. <laughs> so I, I like that quality of mind to always come back to the basics. Sit and know that you're sitting. Breathe and know that you're breathing. Stand and know that you're standing. Walk and know that you're walking. It's that simple. That's the foundation. I have experience in Uganda where I go to restaurants. People take me to restaurants. They all order coffee, tea, and I say I need hot water. Then the person asks me, you mean hot water? I say yes. And then they bring lukewarm water. And they say I need hot water. And they bring it in a glass. Then they bring hot water, but it, with a tea bag. I said, I didn't ask this. <laughs> so I think this is good for us uh, meditators, not to complicate Buddha's instructions. Of course, the results are amazing when you keep things simple and real. But don't introduce so many things and doing this and that. Just come to the basics. Come to the basics. We are going to build on the instructions every day. It's going to be uh, maybe seeming uh, confusing, but it's not confusing. It's just building on building blocks. But at least you have the foundation. You have foundation of the sound, uh, mindfulness of sound. You become aware of hearing. So it helps also sometimes when you are facing pain and your mindfulness is constricted, you can expand your awareness to sound or hearing and then come back to the pain. So the body itself, mindfulness of the body sitting here, sometimes there's a lot of sleepiness and breathing in, breathing out, the mind just feel bored and then you start sleeping. So, but when you expand your awareness to the body, knowing the body sitting, the touch points, actually it helps to activate, activate the mind. And then you can stay more awake. Mindfulness of breathing also, it helps. Uh, Sometimes when the mind is restless, and so you can always uh, be mindful of the breath and play with it sometime. Uh, you might need to reduce your energy by just observe half breath or not observe at all. Sometimes you might need to take a deep breath when you have sleepiness. So all these instructions are very important, not just to begin, but also to always come back to them. And also the continuity of mindfulness. The breath is there all the time. If you are lost and disconnected, you can always come back to the breath because it's there all the time. So I'd like now to go to another instructions, invitations on a walking meditation. So I'm going to demonstrate when I'm here. So I think we can rearrange something here. So I move the chair. Yes.
Can you see me from here? Okay, so again, walking meditation. Before the body was sitting, now the body is walking. So it's that simple. So you are just going to do the same thing, you know, walk and know that you are walking. So then what we do usually, it's like it, we find a place where we can move like 10 paces, like one, two, three, four, like that. Like 10 is about the right one. Don't walk the whole compound. You're going to feel restless. And also don't do reverse. I've seen people doing reverse like this. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> For safety reasons, <laughs> don't do reverse. And also don't do moonwalking. I've seen people doing moonwalking like this. No, walk as normal as possible. The instructions is that walk and you know that you are walking. That's very simple. So now, um, I think I, I need a little bit of here. <laughs> I think. Oh. <laughs> Hope it doesn't fall. <laughs> I won't be responsible for this. <laughs> so I want you to see me what I do myself when I'm doing walk, walk meditation. I make sure that I put my hand here or here. This is helping me not to keep on wobbling. You know, I just put my hand here, or here. and then I walk like this as normal as possible. The first step is to be aware of the whole leg. This, the whole leg moving and place like this. And I move like this. Speed is not a problem here. The key is to walk at a rate where you can be more mindful. Right? It can be, be slow, but the idea is that you're mindful. Right? mindful. So when I reach my maybe, uh, distance that I've determined to walk, let's say uh, 10 paces, then I turn. The white turn is also uh, with mindfulness, like this. Then I turn, like this, the whole torso turning, like this. And that's when also the, I have time to do what to call mindfulness of standing, so I combine them. At this moment, I do mindfulness of standing, and I'm more aware of where my body is, and then I continue becoming mindful of the whole leg moving from the hip to the feet, right? Like this. The whole leg has to land completely. The, sorry, the whole foot has to land completely before you bring the other one. In day life, everything is convoluted, you know? But here you actually become aware until the whole leg has landed. Only then you move the other one. I reach the other end and then I stop. That's the time for me to be mindful of standing. So I become mindful of standing. I leave the breath in the background. So before, when I was sitting, I was mindful of the breath. Here, I'm mindful of the leg moving. So I turn again. This is how I turn. Still, I'm, I have more mindfulness right? when I'm turning. And then I turn and I turn. Like this. Why do I don't turn like this? I found out over the years that when I turn like this, sometimes my mind thinks about what am I going to eat for lunch? <laughs> oh, is there chocolate or something? <laughs> the mind is so tricky. You think that that's a small time? I'm telling you, <laughs> you've been all the time mindful like this, and you reach at the end, 
Only you turn without mindfulness and the mind thinking about Uganda. The body is in USA, the mind is in Uganda. <laughs> so you don't want to have that to happen. Eh? You want your mind, your body to be in here and also your mind is here. All right, so what's the time? Okay, we still have time. Okay, things to be aware. Don't walk like this. Don't walk looking at your neighbors. <laughs> I, I, I did a, a, a two-month retreat in, in Burma. There was a Chinese monk who took pictures of all my steps. And when I was taking tea, he said, no, we are not supposed to walk like this. So mind your business. Don't mind. <laughs> I didn't tell the monk. <laughs> that would be rude, but <laughs> don't look, walk and look at what other people are doing. So you walk like this. And also don't do like this. The man, the, don't worry about your foot, you know. So just actually cast your gaze in front of you, like three feet in front of you, and walk as normal as possible. Many thoughts will come as you're walking. So what I would do, if they're just thinking, or, you know, I would just thinking and walk. But sometimes thoughts can be overwhelming, you know. Then what I will do, I'll really stand up like this and become aware of the thoughts, rising and passing away, once the thoughts have subsided, then I can continue on. I use the principle of meditation. Be mindful of whatever is arising in the present moment whenever it becomes prominent. So if the thoughts are so prominent and I cannot even pay attention to my foot, I just stop and just be there and then be mindful of thinking, 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 and then. Once the thoughts subside, then I continue with my walking. So I have so many stops along the way. Don't walk superficially because it's like 45 minutes walk like this, and then you are not even be, you are not aware of what's going on. You know? Don't go through this walking, mindfulness of walking mechanically. So it's very, very powerful, and uh, you can get a lot of insights. So then I can go to the next step. If after like 10 minutes... After 10 minutes of walking like this, if I have 30 minutes of walking, I will go to the next step whereby I will lift like this and then I place like this. I will lift like this and then I will place like this. So in this case, what I'm mindful of is actually the foot. Not this, the first one was the leg, the whole leg moving, but now when I go to two steps, I'm just mindful of the foot. You know? So like lifting and then I will place like this. I will lift like this. And then I'm placed like this. So what I'm really mindful of now is the sensations involved when I lift like this. The different sensations, there's hardness, there's softness, and then sometimes I put like this, then there's warmness, there's smoothness. This is actually various elements. We call them four elements. The earth element, fire element, air element, but I will keep it simple. We maybe we'll go into that later on. But don't just sit place your foot like this and say, what did Bantu say? What am I feeling now? No, you don't need to do that. Really be aware of what's going on. If you are not aware of what's going on, simply rest your awareness, oh, it's walking, and the man knows that I'm walking. So just keep it simple like this. You don't have to really find out which element am I feeling. Earth element, air element, and oh, what's that actually? So you just pay direct attention with what's going on in the present moment. I think these are the instructions. I want to uh, ask if you have any question. I have one. Mm -hmm.
Yeah, so I, if you have any question, please ask. Any question about walking meditation? I mean, it's very complicated, <laughs> but I give you it's very simple. There are even what you call six steps where you do like this, then lift, then move, and then place, and die like this. But for me, I gave you only two steps that is just enough to find your way, the foundation of walking meditation. The rest you can complicate later on. <laughs> very simple. Any question? The two steps is that you walk and it's just the leg from the hip to the leg, wherever the leg ends. The hip, you see? From here up to here. So I'm walking. I will exaggerate it for you, but not moonwalking. <laughs> the whole leg, the whole leg now, this leg, this from the hip, that's the first step. I would do like this. That also helps you to, it helps you to slow down actually, right? Like this, like this. Like this. And then I reach the final stop. I do what to call mindfulness of standing. For just a few moments. Maybe to the, like for me, I do it for three breaths, you know. I take deep breath. To remind me of also what we call walking meditation. I mean standing meditation. These are the postures the Buddha taught. Sitting, standing, and walking. So I will stand there for three breaths. And then I will turn. Turn. I will turn. And then I will turn. I'll turn and then be mindful, get centered and grounded, mindfulness of standing. And then uh, after 10 minutes doing that, so the next 10 minutes, meso menos, uh, so what I will do is to just now shift my attention. Instead of the whole leg, now my attention, the foot, all right? So now the foot is moving. You see that foot is moving. There are sensations involved when I'm moving that foot, all right? Then there's hardness, there's some pressure, whatever it is. This is not theory. It's practice. You really feel when you move your foot like this. You move it. Right? Then you place it like this. You feel it. You, when you do it, you are going to feel something. So now it's not the leg. It's now the foot, this foot. What are the sensations involved in this foot? Then I lift like this. Again, there's the sensation involved in this foot. Not the leg, but the foot. And then I place it like this. As soon as I place it, the sensations involved. I become aware of it. Just know, oh, what's happening to this sensation? Is it hotness? Is it coolness? Is it roughness? Is it pressure? Is it tightness? And what's happening to it? And as you are walking also, I would like you to pay attention to what's your emotional background as you are walking. Sometimes there's a lot of joy, happiness. Sometimes there's fear. So don't ignore these things that happen as you are walking. Did I answer your question? Okay, one last question. I think that's it. Have a mindful, kindful day. Thank you very much. Thank you, Bhante. So just a few announcements.